Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The return to glory. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, Mike. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well. Uh, what have you been up to? I'm still sore from Sunday. <laughs> what are we going to talk about that, huh? Sore? Yeah, like. Oh, the Bengals game? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I want to know your thoughts before I before I go. It, I, I mean, simply put, it was the refs clearly favored the Chiefs. I mean, whether it was directly or indirectly, it happened. And that penalty was kind of bullshit, but, I mean, kind of not. But it was just the, the way the whole thing went down, like from when they had to, like, go through that play on third down again, like 10 minutes left in the game to – anything like that should, 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 it just shouldn't happen you know um mm-hmm. there needs to be like more like like emphasis and focus on just like playing the game instead of just watching the clock and making sure everything's right and meticulous because like who gives a shit like if the clock was off, you can still measure that and like adjust and they can say like, all right, the clock was supposed to be at this time. It's, it's now like there's more time on the clock, you know? I mean, they could easily look Mm -hmm. through that. There's so many people working for professional sports leagues now, like, and basically every little detail is kind of under the microscope and observed. So there's no reason why, like, it can't be like soccer where it's like, just, just fucking play, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, clearly, yeah. like, there, there's, there's a fan base. The Chiefs fan base is, like, happy about the result. And, like, maybe they're saying, like, yeah, we got away with it. Or, or someone could argue, like, no, that was a fair game. Like, you guys got the calls, like, um, last year in the AFC Championship and all that, all, all the other games. So, Sure. I mean, call it what you want, but that's my two cents. I thought I thought it was kind of bullshit rigged. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if like Vegas is like in the is paying the referees as well too. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was watching. So I went out and. Uh... I was at a bar in Santa Monica and there was like at least 40 Bengals fans. And it was, uh, when you're at a bar and watching these games, it's a lot harder to follow like what the hell's going on. But when that redo of the third down, I was like, it's third and 16. Now it's third and nine. Now they have a first down. And I will say though, like with all that said, after that whole like redo, the chiefs gained one yard after that and they ended up stopping him. So that wasn't like as big of a deal as it could have been, but um, well, it's a whole minute and three were, seconds off the clock, though. Yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. But the the Chiefs had control of that game the whole time. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, I, I, the Chiefs are out out playing the Bengals. Like the offensive line was terrible. 
uh, I feel like the offense really couldn't do much. And it took like a lot of really good plays and a lot of really good catches for for the Bengals to stay in it. And they had two minutes and 30 seconds left to, to win it, and they couldn't get it done. So yeah, I, I, I feel like the Chiefs had the game. I, and I'll get to the whole ref thing in a minute. But like the whole game, I was like, I, I can't believe the Bengals have a chance here. Like this might this might actually happen, but looking at highlights and looking at all these missed calls, like there were there was that roughing the passer that wasn't called on Joe Burrow that's been called all year. That's that's one of the reasons why, uh, or that is the reason why the Eagles lost against the uh, against Washington early in the season when um, Taylor Heineke went down. And the Eagles defensive player like tried to fall down and stop and ended up running into him. Yeah. Joe Burrow threw the ball literally two seconds later, he gets pushed down to the ground. And that, that's a flag every time. There was blatant holding calls that weren't called. And I will say, like there were a lot of weird things that happened this NFL season that made people start throwing around the NFL is scripted. And NFL was scripted, was trending on Twitter after that game. Um, I I don't – I the, the ref thing is always tough because there's always going to be – you never hear about like, wow, that was a really well-officiated game. Like you never hear that because being a ref is a thankless job. But that was really bad and there was a lot of weird games this season that, that really felt like – like, is there a narrative to this? And part of me wants to say there's not because if there was a narrative, they would have put the Bills in the NFC Championship game because of the whole Hamlin storyline. But I I think the, the Bills just played so poor that they couldn't even fix the game. But yeah, I don't know, man. It, would... it makes you think a little bit. But but it's also like the whole LeBron thing. Did you see, did you see that? LeBron foul and he like freaked out and started crying all over. Oh, yeah. You didn't see that? I did. I did. Oh my I god! Did. It's like kids don't even act like that. And like, how do you go to Boston and expect a foul in the last like four seconds of the game to possibly win? First of all, second of all, he took five steps to get to that point, which no one is talking about, of course. But they're all talking about the missed call, and then they bring up like, well, if the Lakers didn't get these four missed calls, they'd be fourth in the West right now, and. I don't know, man. Like human error, I think is part of sports. I think it's baseball is about to go to to robots calling uh, calling games instead of uh, human umpires, and I feel like the human error part of sports is is a big component, and I think it it keeps more parity. And obviously, these refs are going to get death threats and all this bullshit. People care way too much about sports. I love sports, but people care way too much it's a fucking game played by 25 year old guys and the fact that 60 year old men are tweeting like i will kill your family is ridiculous yeah it's it's i don't know but it does suck i mean i I, I do feel like the Bengals got cheated a little bit but also like the eagles are the best team in the nfl as well so they're not oh by far the the eagles are gonna win so I said two. I said two weeks ago that the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl by fourteen, no matter who they play. Like they they made this. I understand they play like a broken 49ers team and a 
uh, giant cement isn't that great, but they they just look so much better. They just make it look easy, and like I feel like the Bengals don't don't make anything look easy. Except the Bills. So, uh, Except the Bills game. Yeah, but the Bills don't like their whole. They had no pass ru- pass rush, and that's that's the why, that's why the Bengals look so good is because they have a shitty offensive line, and then they play the Chiefs, who have a great pass rush, and Joe Burrow hit the ground twenty times. That can't happen. Yeah, that's but true. I don't I don't like I don't like the ref excuse, but that was that was that was rough. Yeah, I mean that's just me venting after like watching all of it. And, no, 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 and I get it. I get people's it. opinions, but when I when I was watching it, the first thing I said to myself was like, "Yeah, I mean, we just didn't have it this year. Like, they they didn't earn it like they did last year." So, yeah, I mean it's tough when you have three backups in the offensive line. There's no way they would have beat the Eagles. No way. Yeah. Um. The way they got the they, got the Brock Purdy, like I think we saved Joe Burrow's um, uh, year next year career, <laughs> maybe maybe career, but dude, like I mean, they messed Brock Purdy's arm up, and then they gave Josh Johnson a concussion, you know, and then like Brock Purdy yeah. had to come back in. So yeah, and he can only throw the ball like five yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's. I don't know, man. It's tough. Um, I really hope the NFL isn't rigged, and it would never come out if it was. But I mean, it being rigged, like every sport that's been rigged, baseball, and they fixed the World Series. It it killed baseball, and then the steroid thing kill, kind of killed baseball, and then uh, the mobbed up refs in the NBA killed basketball for like ten years, and it's finally starting to come back, like more and more, but people need to stop acting like sports should be treated perfectly and every rule should be followed exactly how it was followed because it people only bitch if it's their team. And also, on another note, the, the Bengals talks way too much shit before this game. They did. Like, how, how are you going to talk this much shit to the best quarterback in the league? And I don't think it's very close. I think it's Patrick Mahomes, and then it goes down its ear. Like the guy played on a sprained ankle and threw for over 350 yards. Like it, uh, it's it's just ridiculous. And I understand like Joe Burrows is probably going to be the next guy up, and or him and Josh Allen are going to be fighting with Mahomes. But Mahomes is he's proven, and like we're so quick to to jump to the next guy that it's all this trash talk, and then the fucking Cincinnati mayor starts talking shit. It's like. Oh, you're just shooting yourself in the foot, man. Like calling it yeah, Burrowhead. It's like the reason the reason people love Joe Burrow is because he doesn't say shit. He just mm-hmm. plays the game and you know, and then he'll do his little his little dance and smoke a cigar when he wins. But that but like when you talk that much shit and you give that much bulletin board material to, to guys, that never works, man. You gotta stay humble in that. That when when I saw that stuff started happening, I was like, Oh god. Mm-hmm. Like, win two championships and then start talking shit. Like you can't, you can't be doing that. Agreed. Agreed. Well, like I said, <sighs> I mean, it wasn't their year, so I think, I think next year they'll be a better team, 
especially if they maintain mm-hmm. most of the guys that they have, which I think they will. They might start paying people, though. Yeah, I mean, that's why, paying people. that's why it's not Paul Brown Stadium anymore, and that's why it's Paycor Stadium, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was tough, dude. That it, it hurt. It hurt to watch that loss. It hurt to watch that field goal go in. That roughing the or the late hit. It was the right call. I mean, yeah, you just can't be doing that. Tried it. But it, and to be honest with you, though, like it wasn't nearly as bad as the meltdown. Like we had to watch with like Jeremy Hill and Perfect, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> like, that, was... that was just a nightmare. <laughs> like I uh, like I just felt god. so wise in that mo- I felt so wise in that moment. I was like, this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna kick the field goal and they're gonna win the game. Like we just lost. And like that's okay because like we there is light on the end of the tunnel. At the end of the tunnel. Like mm-hmm. there is another day not the end of the world that they lost and they will play again next season more than likely and probably (laughs) be in the same position so just keep getting there yeah and you'll prevail yeah it was definitely i mean two years ago if you said that the Bengals were going to make the super bowl and the afc championship game you'd be like yeah i'll take that all day now we're getting greedy because, like, we won a Super Bowl now. Joe Burrow's, what, 25? He's got 13 years yeah. at least. So, yeah, I saw some I saw some people, like, saying, like, they should have drafted Sewell instead of uh, Jamar Chase. And I'm like, oh, people just don't get it, man. <laughs> Sewell? Remember the – yeah, remember the uh, – Dude from Oregon the that people wanted to draft instead of Jamar linemen. Chase. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Jamar Chase wouldn't have got Jamar Chase is he's top three receiver in the league. Yeah. Arguably the best receiver in the league. Like, what is what? What are we doing? Whoever said <laughs> so that stupid. is blasphemous. So, anyways, yeah. it's just people Max. trying to make excuses. But yeah. yeah, all right, we'll get over it. All right, well, since we're on the sports topic, uh, you mentioned sports betting earlier. What, what, what were your bets on? And they were on golf? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I've been doing some NBA, some NFL, and uh, PGA Tour. I, I, I mean, I'm just taking advantage of the $200 credit that FanDuel gave me, but I'm going to get into DraftKings. I heard DraftKings is better for golf, but FanDuel, basically, you pick, like, the winner, and that's it. So um, mm-hmm. I put my money on John Rahm midway through as well as Sahith Agala and they were both close and it was giving me a reason to to watch the farmers insurance a little bit more on Saturday and um, not that I haven't I've been starting to watch golf a little bit more now that it's come on and whatnot and follow it but um, yeah I mean it's kind of cool I think to be pulling for someone you usually wouldn't be if if you do throw like a bet down on them on a sports book site and say, I don't know, you know, someone who's got game and you're like, Oh yeah, I think they can come back and climb up the leaderboard and like place or show or win. Like I'll throw money on them. And like, yeah, it's, 
makes it a little bit more exciting to watch instead of like since you know your boy Tiger's probably not going to be playing in a lot of tournaments anymore. Um, <laughs> maybe that's a reason so, for you to watch golf. <laughs> I don't know. Should we become the Should we become the official podcast of Live Golf? And recap every week. <laughs> Only reason because I saw I keep I'll bring this up after, but uh, pro- I mean probably come on, but we can we can work our way up. I did get an email saying that we're in the top one hundred golf podcasts in the U.S. So Are we really there might be like yeah we we might be like in last place of there might be only like ninety and we might be ninetieth, but hey top one hundred baby. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I didn't watch any farmers. I, I got a few texts saying like, are you watching this right now? And apparently it was a good ending. Max Homo won. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Seems like a good dude. He's like super reserved on the golf course until he doesn't have to be. And then he'll just like go nuts if he makes like a, if he chips in a shot or something. I like the way he plays. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's very flat line for quite some time and then and then it's just like a, a quick like jolt up and then down but he never like mm-hmm. i've never seen him get down but he like he like played with um with an airpod in for a hole i think the third what? round yeah he was like talking to the uh, was he like, like was he like mic'd up yeah in between oh, the shots God. he had he had like an airpod in. he's trying to get that pip money that's why yeah. Yeah, he was a big proponent for it, huh? Yeah. I mean, he's got that whole Twitter thing. He was on Ryan Rosillo's podcast last week. You know, he's making his rounds. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I saw then uh, there was that tournament in Dubai, which I don't really understand the Dubai thing and, like, the animosity towards Liv. Isn't that like where they're from? Well, so you're gonna go, you're gonna go there and play. Am I wrong? Oh man, this is like the one part of the world I'm not very geographically familiar with. So if like I mix up any locations or nations, <laughs> like I apologize, but like, so Saudi Arabia is a giant ass country, and. Yeah. The United Arab Emirates, which is where Dubai is, is its own sovereign nation as well, too. That's a little bit smaller and kind of like branched off. It's it's maybe like a quarter of the size, a fifth of the size. But anyways, like they butt heads. And I think Saudi Arabia is where all this money is coming from. And UAE is like in deep with like the DP world tour because they have like the race to Dubai and stuff. So, um, just putting together all that and kind of trying to put two and two together from the first time hearing this, because I didn't know of this little like feud between, um, Dubai and Saudis. Um, and nor, and I might be completely making this up too, because I mean, I, I don't know much about like the middle East Oh, no, you're right. I just I just region. looked it up. You're right. It's not a part. It's technically not a part of Saudi Arabia. Okay, that okay. makes sense. 
Yeah, and so like that's why. I mean, they they got a little clash in buttheads themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Rory played out there this week, and I was, I don't know, I the whole lip thing, and then there's that video of him and Patrick Reed and that stupid drama. And dude, I love. I think Rory is the most talented player on tour, and obviously he's world number one. And I've and I've said this before. I think. When it comes to flat out talent and the whoever has like it all, it's probably Rory, John Rom, and Dustin Johnson, in my opinion. But Rory, the last year and a half, has been the biggest bitch. Like he all he does is talk shit about the people going to, to the Lib Tour. It doesn't affect him. It doesn't affect his bottom line. If anything, it makes his his wins easier. Playing on the PGA tour, right? I mean, I understand people don't like Patrick Reed, and I'm not a big fan of Patrick Reed. I don't think anyone is. I don't even think his wife is. But he went up to say hey to him, and I wouldn't go up to say hey to somebody if I didn't like know them or if I wasn't cool with them. So for him to try to go up and say what's up to Rory, like there's something there, or they had like some kind of relationship in the past, and I know they kind of duped it out at the Ryder Cup a few times, but. Rory just like blatantly ignored him, and oh, yeah. everyone around Rory get like dab, dabbed up uh, Patrick Reed, and and I just don't. I, he's just like, I don't know, man. That's like childish. That's like some. It's like some LeBron crying over a, a missed call shit. It's like, dude, like, grow up. Just shake the guy's hand. It's not like he did anything wrong. He just went to another league. I, I mean, again, the the weird cheating shit. But anyway, then it was like kind of kind of crazy that they both were in the running to win and and Rory uh, birdie the last hole to win. But yeah, I I just think it's I just think it's so weird because I used to really like Rory and I love. I mean, his golf swing is fucking awesome. His golf game in general is awesome. Um. He seemed like a good dude, but he, what, what is he, 34 years old, 35 years old, and he's acting like a child? Like, you can't just talk to him? Dude, the more I grow up, the more I realize that no one's actually grown up. They're all just, everyone's just a fucking weirdo. Everyone and no one gets it. and has emotions, and everyone's got their own, like, issues. And, like, yeah, I mean, there's more I heard to that story, too, by the way. Um <laughs> With Rory and Reed, I love so to hear I, I heard he, I heard Patrick Reed um, subpoenaed Rory on Christmas Eve while he was with his family. So like Patrick Reed's lawyer like knocked on his door and said like, "Hey, like you're getting sued by Patrick Reed." You're like, "We're su- this, I, I'm representing Patrick Reed and we're suing you." And so, um, he oh, didn't what? really take. I have, I don't know. Maybe it's like slander against like Lib Tour or something like that. But it's 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 ridiculous. Just the fact that one Patrick Reed would do that. Just well, maybe maybe he went up to him and said like and wanted to be like, yo, like sorry about that. I didn't. Maybe there's a misunderstanding. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Like, why I, would he go up to him after that? Then I'd hope he. I mean, talk more shit. Hand him a few more pieces of paper. So, I, th- I think because what does it even mean? I think because Rory talks shit 
like afterwards he's like why would i want to like see this guy like no like he he subpoenaed me on christmas eve while i was with my family like i don't want to have anything to do with them and then i saw this like um this post on the instagram or something where it's it's this like old guy like coming through like a uh, airplane trying to get to like this other guy and he's like i want to shake his hand oh, yeah, yeah. i want to shake his hand i want to shake his hand <laughs> yeah i remember that video and that, that's yeah, funny and then i saw i mean maybe and then i saw I don't know, man. Uh, that exchange between rory and patrick so i think that's kind of like what that was based off of obviously and so patrick was just trying to be like a little smart ass and like kind of say hi to him like just try and um try and stir things up somehow some way see i understand that but the, the good in me makes me want to think he was going up to him to like apologize or maybe like be like dude i'm sorry that that happened like that like no hard feelings like i'm sorry you know and that's i mean i don't think patrick reed is like that he's not he's not a good dude apparently i mean obviously there's evidence that shows he's not and i can't believe i'm trying to defend him right now but the good in me just wants me to be like i don't know either way rory was a bitch did not even like look at him it's like come on dude yeah, like what you you're a grown ass man. You, you have a you'd family. Like, yeah, I feel like you would handle it and be like, you'd shake the dude's hand and be like, "Let's play ball, fucker," or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. And then, then they did, and then it would have been a lot cooler if like Rory would have been like, "Yeah, I just wanted my my game to do the talking," and it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Anywho. Yeah, but uh, that's that's uh, that's all. I, that's honestly the only thing, only golf stuff I saw this week is obviously the drama. But um, did you see that Monday Q post yesterday? No, I I didn't. What did he post? It was he posted just a bucket of balls on the ground. I can't see it very well, but I, I kind of can make it out. Did you you saw the you saw the picture? Yeah. Right? Okay, so it's like a medium bucket of balls, right? Uh huh. And he said, "This bucket of balls costs a mini tour player seventeen dollars and three cents." Seventeen dollars and three cents. Yeah. For, for maybe a medium size for a tournament. Looks like the yeah. Looks like pinnacles, half of them have their, looks like half of them have their dimples. I mean, it's not a great picture, but, but, uh, it's just fucking ridiculous, man. Paying all these, these greens fees and these tournament fees and you have to pay the, the extra bullshit. I don't know. It just kind of riled me up that it kind of just reminded me that it's golf season again. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, now that I'm on, like, kind of taking a different approach, you you can really see, man. Like, I wanna I wanna be an activist though, and like, kind of, like, go to bat for everyone. But like, there's, I mean, I'm I'm going about it in my my own ways, you know. Um, 
trying to like host Cloverneck Open and do that properly where like you're not paying for a practice round anymore. Um, stuff like that, you know. So the yep. only thing the only thing I can do or we can do and personally me rather is um, just put on a good event and experience for those that are um, that are involved with the Cloverneck Open. So if y'all are hearing this, there is light, there is a way and one way is the Cloverneck <clears throat> Open and we're trying to show show everyone, the world that it can be done. You know, just supporting somebody and like having a good experience, not only for like go the golf the golf course and the players because like they want to kind of like keep the budget down, but also like those watching the event, if there is any spectators, um, player supporters, and like even sponsors, like if the event allows it. So, yeah, I mean, I was down in Florida <clears throat> for a Monday qualifier and the practice round was $75. Yeah, that's Bush. And I'm like, that's one reason that's deterring me from it. Like I was looking at my schedule yet, or yesterday. Yeah. And I was trying to figure out which U.S. Open qualifier I'm going to go to. And it's like, I'm kind of expecting to pay a practice round fee. I, I'm, I'm going to a um, Illinois site. So. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I got to do things differently this year because, like, I got if I want to, like, squeeze my qualifier in during the season, which I have to, and then the Cloverneck Open is, like, right after that. So I don't have time to do it then. I got to do it beforehand. So I'm doing mine early, I think, like, the last week of April. So. Is it is it open yet? It doesn't open till late February, so three weeks. Feb, Feb twenty two, okay. I believe. Okay. You got a site always, picked out? I'm not sure yet. There's a there's a site at Brentwood Country Club, which is like five minutes away from my house, but it fills up so quick. So I'm not trying to like get on a wait list and not get into one, you know. So. Yeah be right in front of that computer on Feb 22 at 9am. Well, the thing is, like, like I, I even signed up for, I signed up for Canada Q school the day, like the, like late in the day of, um, and it was me and me and James Ledbetter were hitting balls and I was like, Oh shit, it's the, uh, Q school is open to sign up for. And I signed up and then he signed up. And then, you know, like two days later, he texts me. He's like, yo, what site did you get? And I'm 12th on the wait list, and he's at his first site. Jesus. That's so crazy. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how they do that now. It's it's so weird. It should just be first come, first serve. I don't I don't understand what they, they people just make it too complicated now. I understand you want to keep everyone around from where they live, but no one no one lives near the, the site in in california it's literally in the middle of nowhere but i don't know we'll see uh, i mean i'm sure i'll get 12th is not bad i was like i think a few years ago i signed up like super late and i was like 130th and i almost got in one so yeah you'll be fine and i just depends I'm, i just don't want to go back to mission in <laughs> 
one of the sites that mission and I, and I just don't want to go back there. I think Daniel's going to, um, the Canada site. So maybe I'll see you. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't want to do that one either. That's a fun course. I like <laughs> I think it. There's I, uh he'll play it very well. So I, it's just a, it's just a hike, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I like the, I'd rather I like go, to make I'd rather go to West. Out of it. I know you do. You're an adventure guy. And I'm a BC. Yeah, but BC is like my area. Your area. Dude. Best place in the world I've ever been. Really? So far, yeah. What? What's that? I just like the view, like the, the climate's really like calming like something mm. about being in the pacific northwest especially like on a day in like may june time mm. there's nothing like it uh, i can see that yeah we'll see um but i'll probably stay out west coast for the u.s open qualifier because there's so much other stuff. Uh, I am going to Florida for about a month in February. Some, leave the, the 13th. Do some more Monday qualifiers. Monday qualifiers. I'm going to play a bunch of minor league events. There's just really not much going on out here. And if there is, it's just that courses I just don't like, you know, and I'd rather spend my money on, <clears throat> on stuff that I'll, you know, could possibly take me to the next level instead of just playing mini tour events. Um, but then, you know, then after February, it's usually just state opens and, and like random qualifiers all over. So I got an Airbnb in Florida and, uh, and yeah, in West Palm beach back, back where it all started. <laughs> Run it back. Yeah. So That's I'm going to be there. Um, yeah, I'm excited. The 13th. So yeah, we'll be able to do this in the same time zone. So I don't have to wake up at 6.30 a.m. I love it. Or we can wake up even earlier and do it earlier. I'm just messing with you. Well, I mean, we could do it. I'm messing with you. Oh, man. What time do you usually get into work? Like, what time do you get to your office? Like around this time, like I've been taking my time recently just getting in, but a lot of this is just like scheduling right now, um, planning every tournament, um, getting spring break all accounted for. So, yeah, I mean, I'll just go in throughout the day and kind of make my own hours. Sometimes I'll go in earlier too. Um, But yeah, I mean, nine o'clock is usually the time, 10 o'clock some days if I'm wanting to be a little slow or something in the morning or get a workout in. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do after this because there's a frost delay at my golf course. Mm. Yeah, you heard that right. There's a frost delay in Los Angeles. Jesus. It's been cold, man. I've been practicing in pants and a hoodie and I had a beanie on all day yesterday, the hood up sometimes. Like, it's it's cold. I know. I know. When I was in Florida, like, so 
I've been like in and out sick because it's, it's cold and I'm outside all day. And uh, I went to Florida literally two days, knocked it right out because it's warm and you know the humidity just i feel like every time i'm there it just kills it but then i come back here and like i already feel like a little congested and but yeah Maybe it's something, weird something in the it's hospital weird. then nah i don't know i don't think so i think it's the weather the weather because well, even like too, even when i was in it, like the pollen or when whatever. i was in uh yeah when i was when i was in like arizona or like monterey I'd wake up with like a cold because like the day before it was like 45 degrees and you know, I was practicing all day and playing. So it's, it's definitely the weather. Every time the weather like hits this, I'm like always like a little bit sick. <laughs> it's fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. But, um, speaking of being in Florida, I went to, uh, the PGA show two years in a row. And how was last year? Me and you went yeah. this year. I did. I did the whole thing. Well, I did demo day and then the first day, and I didn't. I didn't go to the second or third day because you were over it. It's the same shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but demo day was. Is PGA show is interesting. It's uh, like as a player, I'm not like fascinated by all the new technology, and um, I feel like. The, the better put the better player you are you kind of like kind of pick your favorite product like Titleist or Callaway or, or TaylorMade and you kind of stick with it so uh, I don't know I, I just I already have the new TaylorMade driver I have the new Strix on irons um, so like I was just kind of walking around with the guys I was with I went I went with Cuts uh, Cuts clothing which is which is really cool because. You know, it's kind of like, it's a brand I've been wearing for, for a while. And then I started working with them and they asked me to come with them. So uh, shout out to Cuts. And if you want anything from Cuts, use code Mike Wolf Golf for 15% off. Anyway, so uh, we were walking around and they were like watching me hit balls and stuff. And I was watching them hit balls. It's just, you know, whenever you're around guys who don't play golf that much, you play like once a year, you know, a couple times a month. They ask you like every question. And so, you know, I was just basically just showing them around, showing them around and they're asking me like what this was and what that was. And it was, I don't know, then ran into, you know, the normal, normal suspects, like a bunch of influencers and people I follow on Instagram and people you never met, uh, in person that you like finally meet. Cause you know, all these golf influencers that are there, Net players are never there. It's, it's all just like, it's basically just the celebrities are the influencers. Like Kyle Berkshire, I wouldn't call him an influencer, but, you know, he's not a PGA Tour player, but he was like the big celebrity there. And uh, he was walking around like, <laughs> he was walking around like he was like walking into the Super Bowl. It was, it was funny, but it was a good time. Um, you know, did the whole top top golf thing with a bunch of you know, golf influencers. So that was cool. Uh, but yeah, on my way to the PGA show, I drove from Fort Lauderdale to Orlando. Have you ever driven on the Florida Turnpike? Yeah, I have. It's awesome. It's, there's it's awesome. No okay, one there. Well, <laughs> nope. Well, oh, 
are you um i ran it i ran in a car had a pretty bad experience um so i was driving and all of a sudden i just hear this loud pop and then like i was driving this like little what what was like a nissan nissan versa which is the worst car in the world it's way too small uh and I was driving it and I just heard this loud pop and then like the screen started flashing and my back driver's side tire was done. It just popped. Like there was no like nail in it. There was no like, I didn't hit anything. Just gave. Just gave out. Yeah. And luckily I have AAA. So I like called AAA. They said they'd be there with like an hour. And the, the reason I called them is because I was on the the side of the road and there was about, um, if you're watching this, you'll see there's about like seven, eight inches of space between the highway and where I was. Because if I went any more off to the side, I'm basically in the swamp. And and, uh, cars flying by me, flashers on. I have no flares in the car, of course. And uh, so I'm like, on the phone trip away, they're like, all right, we'll be there in an hour. Hour goes by. Call them back. Be like, hey, what's ETA? Like, you know, like, do you, have you ever had AAA? Do you have AAA? Yeah, I've had the same experience before, too. On I-95. Yeah, so. Okay, but that's different because they, the first thing they ask you is, are you in a safe location? And I thought, well, I technically am safe. It's not like I'm, like, getting shot at. But then I'm like, oh, but this has to qualify for not a safe location because I'm on the side of the highway and there's like no, like one little yeah. mistake from the cars flying by me. They're hitting my car. Yeah. If someone's not paying and attention so to I'm you, like, like they're, they're knocking you. Yeah. It's dark. There's not a, an exit in sight. Um, so anyway, they're like, Oh, like we're, we don't go on the turnpike in Florida. And I was like, I'm like, what? Like, yeah, we don't go on the turnpike in Florida. And I was just like, what does that mean? I don't know. They just said they don't do it because there's not enough exits. And I I don't know. And so so I was like, okay. Then they're like, well, call. They have a thing called the Road Rangers. And you could call them and they'll come help you out. I'm like, okay. So I call this like hotline or whatever. And... They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll be there as soon as we can. We can't promise, like, we'll give you an ETA because if there's a, um, like, a car crash or anything, like, they get first priority. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just, like, you know, just chilling here. And uh, so, like, 45 minutes goes by. And I'm like, I'm about to just change this tire on my own because I'm, I'm just sitting here. Cars are flying by me. It's pitch black. It's, like... 10 o'clock at night and it's been almost two hours. Yeah. So I call back and I get this guy this time and he's like, yeah, we don't, we don't like, I'm like, yeah. So like I've been waiting for like an hour and haven't heard from anything. And he's like, Oh, we don't just like come right out to you. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, we don't just come right out to you to, to fix your thing. We'll, we'll like get there when we get there. I'm like, so I could just be sitting here till like 1am. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, that's that's absurd. He's like, well, you know, like, 
we were because like they don't it's it's free i guess and i don't know so then i called hurt the hurts like 24 7 thing and they and they said they don't go go on the floor to turnpike and and i'm like what what good is all this shit yeah that sucks man i'm sorry to go through that so i mean it's Hey man, who cares at this point? But it's comical, but um, like, I've been there. So, so I get out of my car and I just start changing the tire. And anytime, like I'm like, you know, I put the lift down and then I start cranking it up. And anytime I see headlights coming, I just like run around the other side of my car. And then I, then you know, then I go back. And it took like thirty minutes because I kept having to go like run around. Right. But oh my god, I was so. But like. If I knew all this, that like first of all I waited for AAA for an hour, and then then like I had to call them to find out that they don't come out to, uh, the turnpike, and then the the road rangers or whatever the fuck, like they don't come out, and so all I was thinking is I could have just done this and not wasted three fucking hours. Oh my god, dude, I was, I was tired and i just wanted to get to orlando and i still had like another hour to go but basically i just drove with a, a, donut. a spare tire or my a donut in my car the rest of the time and it was fine but it was an adventure for sure <laughs> pga show. yeah yeah pga show is cool i mean i don't i don't know it just walking around and I guess talking to people and you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, what can you do for me? Kind of vibe. And I'm just sitting there like, <sighs> it was fun. I had a good time, but it's just not my scene. Yeah, it's something but the, the third day from now on. Yeah. The third, yeah, the third day I was there, I basically told the cuts guys, I'm like, do you need me here? Because they were basically just like, like any time, a, a lot of people came to to the booth. Like they, the cuts has dope stuff. Like that's, that's all I wear. And, uh, you know, like I'm not a pattern guy, but so many people were coming up and they were asking me questions and I was basically just handing them off to like the, the guys who actually work for cuts. Like, hey, talk to this guy, hey, talk to this guy. And then they'd be like, Mike plays professionally and he wears all this stuff. And, and yeah, I was just sitting there like nodding my head, like, yeah. And then I, then me and one of the other guys went around and made some, made some content, you know, um, it was cool. I mean, again, not my favorite thing to do in the world, but. So something to do for the weekend was, or for the week. <laughs> it was it was a good time i i mean i i still got to practice you know it's not like it ruined whatever i was trying to do but it was i had a good time um but yeah i would say if you've never gone to the pga show you should go because the convention center is huge and last year when we went, we went on what the the second we went on, day. We went on the last day. The first. Oh, that's right. We went on the last day. The first day is insane. Like, and and all the big companies were there this year. 
you just got to see it. It's, it's a hike. Like it's, it's so, there's so many different golf brands and, and honestly, you kind of learn the ins and outs of it. If you actually like walk up and talk to people, but if you've never gone, you should definitely go demo day is like just okay. I mean, you could, you could, I would just go to the convention center day. Unless like you really want to try out all the new stuff, but you can just go to like golf galaxy and do that shit. Yeah. I, I honestly like seeing like the different stuff when I, when I go there, like the off brands, like we met, did you see player two again this year? No, I didn't see them. I, I didn't see many, many of the, the clothing brands because, uh, I was just standing at cuts all the time and then I'd kind of walk down to like the equipment stuff. And there's a lot, there's a lot of like launch monitor stuff that's coming out now, which is good because Trackman had that like locked up and it was so expensive, but now there's actually like, like this full swing thing. Yeah. This full swing one, the one that tiger endorses, I think you can get one for like five grand, which is like kind of nice if you want to spend your money on that, but it's better than 30. Total for yeah, no track, kidding. Man. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, but it was fun. I had a good time. Uh, it's weird going there, like, uh, uh, kind of alone. Like, I didn't, I didn't really know any of the Cuts guys that well, but, you know, then I was walking around, I saw a few people I knew, but... It's interesting because I'm not much of a talker, even though we have a podcast. You know, we talk I mean? about our own stuff. Yeah, no, I know. We talk about our own yeah. stuff. You'll just say I just hi don't like blowing like... smoke up people's asses. Mm-hmm. I don't like being like fake because like I feel like a lot of it's like kind of fake energy, and I feel like no one would hang out with these people if they couldn't do something for them, and that kind of bothers me. So. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> it's all but... good. We're getting late in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 But um, I'm trying to think what else I did up there. The top golf thing. Dude, top golf's hilarious. How many times have you been in top golf? It's been a while, but yeah, I mean, handful of times. I think that was my second time at top golf. And I hit like two shots and I was like, I, I'm good. Yeah. I, I don't need to do this. I'm just, I'll just hang out and drink, you know? Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not like somewhere you go with like a huge party and like play like concentrated golf games. Like you can go with like a group, a band of like four or five, six people, then you're Gucci. But like anything mm-hmm. more than that, it starts to like get a little disorganized and whatnot. So but no, I mean, I enjoy talking. Tell you what, the people at our table, people at our table were all pretty big golf influencers. It was, was kind of cool to see in person. Yeah. Like uh, Rick Rick Shields. Rick Shields is there. You know who that is? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Colin, um, what's his name? Colin McCarthy? Do you know who that is? 
does he like do clubs? Like he watch, like he kind of like tests out clubs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. They're no, just fucking like golf influencers. <laughs> He's got a lot. They got a lot of followers. Yeah, anyway, so. they, yeah, yeah, they they kill it, and I don't know. It was just funny watching them do their thing. You know, get content. But yeah. it was it was fun. They're good dudes. Um, I never met Colin in person. He's he's dope. But uh, but yeah, I had a good time. Anyway, we can get out of here. I'm I'm tired of like talking shit and saying like, but I had a good time. <laughs> but I had a good time. Um, I want to tell I want to talk about my Orlando vacation next week or next episode. So I'll tell you about my Orlando experience. Wait, wait. it's it's too long. When are you going to Orlando? I already went. I have many a stories to tell you it's way too long but it's for it's an hour long podcast story episode so oh my god mm-hmm. okay i'll do the, i'll do a little bit of the talk Let's, next week yeah yeah i did a lot last week so that was mostly me but uh yeah we can blame the refs yeah. The but Super Bowl is great. play well enough. The Bengals are the best team in the NFL. <laughs> the oh, Tigers God. the best golfer ever. Well, we knew that. Tupac is still alive. Um, I don't know. Anyways, let's get out of here. Any any more conspiracies? No. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, follow us. We'll send you some dope gear. If you do so, give us a comment. Say something to us on social media um but yeah thanks again for listening and Dreamcatcher golf co um let's go mike you got anything else we are on youtube so watch us on youtube it's probably more fun yeah i, I don't know i, think I don't really watch youtube videos but yeah i don't watch youtube videos but i know a lot of people do so watch us on youtube uh Follow at Traveling Athlete Pod, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Follow Mike Wolf Golf at YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I'm really, I know I keep saying this every week, but I'm going to start posting more and more and more. I just am trying to get all the content together and it's fucking exhausting. It is a full-time job. It is not a side thing, man. It is ridiculous. And props to anyone who does this for a living because whew. so um so yeah, Dave. See you next week. We gotta do it again, dude. Let the lens cap pop. <laughs> <laughs>